0: Welcome back to another episode of the Loud and Uninformed podcast. Today, we discuss the MLB playoffs, Phillies triumphant over top of the Atlanta Braves. Sean and Jeeb talk it out, have a nice conversation. We then move on to NFL football, where all three of our teams lost, so a good weekend there. And then we talk some college football, the Pac-12 shakeup that's been happening with Washington being the only undefeated left. We talk about the most hated sports teams, And then we end it with some sage advice for Bill Belichick.
1: Christine is gone for the week as of this morning.
0: Oh, man. Is she ever coming back?
1: And so, no, she's found a new lover.
0: Oh, gee. No. That's a hard way to hear. You want to talk about sports for two hours to forget about
1: <laughs> it? <laughs> no, she's going to Seattle for work, so oh, cool. I have to uh, do everything in this house now.
0: Oh, man. That's not going to make the week.
2: Now uh, the beard's coming out. You're already disheveled. Is it? That's a shame.
0: Yeah, it grows immediately. Jeep from the when it zooms in on you on Zoom, I can tell it's a full beard. But when it's just the window, you look like you're rocking a mean stash. It looks. It good. does
1: look like you're rocking a. I'm. Mean
2: stash. I'm trying. Uh, the, the the problem is my facial hair is blonde, so it doesn't stick out. Like I've got a nice little stash going on, and I I have been, um, shaving the beard, Um uh, and I'm going to do that tonight actually. Looks Uh, good. probably looks like a November. Oh, absolutely.
0: Oh yeah. As a fellow light haired facial hair guy, I know I know your pain. Sometimes my mustache looks like a reverse Adolf Hitler, where it's just like really light in the middle.
2: Yeah, that's my it thins. It thins in the little, like (laughs) I don't know what you call it, but the clef. Right. uh, a little thinner. So
0: yeah, exactly. How you guys doing? How was terrible. the weekend?
2: Thanks for asking. Good, uh, you uh, know for, I'm doing for... terrible, and you're still going to ask. So
0: I, you know, Jeev, I we can run right into it. We can run right into it. I wanted to. I, I had fun. The series ended Thursday. Oh,
2: so. good. Good. I'm glad. I'm. I'm glad you had fun. It's
0: been a while. I posted a ton of memes. I don't feel like I.
2: I deleted Twitter. I deleted Twitter after game. I think after game two. And then I don't know the password to get back in, and it's like I don't really want to get back into the Twitter because I can only imagine the bullshit you need to
0: get back on there.
2: I have. I wondering. will eventually. I I will when this season is over. I I like. I genuinely. I I cannot. My mental health is actually like improving. Uh, like it was very bad during the Braves, and then it was bad like two days after, and now. Day three without thinking about the Braves or baseball and we're we're in a better place. So like see, Jeep, I wanted to you know put it
0: out here, like I remember after the Eagles lost, you guys gave me some time to rant. And then we kind of moved on, you know, as a Philadelphia fan, you know, Phillies are a little different. Like they they actually kick the shit out of their rivals. But you know, I'm a Sixers fan, and I feel like I can relate to Braves fans as a Sixers fan. We can't get past the Celtics.
2: There, you know, there is no, 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 no. The diff, There's a huge, there's a huge difference between the Braves and the Sixers.
0: You know, the Braves have an MVP. The Sixers have an MVP. They don't get out of the second round. Same thing.
2: No, but they won a World Series two years ago. So the, this idea. <laughs> yeah, but that really, was like that was like half COVID year. Did it really count? It was. It was a full. No, that's not that's not the case Sean, at all. He's
1: already having such a bad day. Why why I, are you on? No,
2: I was actually having a good day before this. I've been dreading <laughs> this uh this Zoom talk.
0: Um I know, I know. So I, again I had my fun. If you want to put some stuff out there, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna boast
1: much. We here. were so nice to you, like, Sean, when the Eagles lost the me, Super. Dude, I was, and to, I be was fair,
0: so- to be fair, neither of you were Chiefs fans.
1: That is, I, that is true. Yeah, but I
2: was so fed up with all the Eagles shit, and I was being a dick on Twitter leading it up. Was an to- Eagles
1: hater? Does that count as being I somewhat like a Chiefs G- 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 fan? Jeep, G- you got to get
0: back on the Twitter because Jalen Hurts. This was a perfect.
1: Yeah, oh this was your, yeah, this was
0: your weekend. Oh my, I was going to we'll, say. We'll
2: get to that. Well, let's say. We'll, get to let's we'll stick to that. baseball. We'll get to
1: that. I'm sure we will.
2: I want to get this baseball segment out of the way. Um.
1: <laughs> so I have a question as somebody who knows the least about baseball on this podcast, and that is with the flame outs of the Braves and the Dodgers, is it some sort of glaring roster construction issue or is it just underperformance out of nowhere like what it what is the thing that that gms will go and fix this offseason given that they can just spend all the money they want the,
2: well not everybody can spend all the money that they want um i wish that one go. of those
1: teams right they they got they have they, a big payroll atlanta broadcast no, they, they own
2: broadcast. That, they owned the television channel that was playing the games that doesn't mean well they don't <laughs> spend their money on their fucking payroll um <laughs> I uh, to answer your question. In my opinion, baseball is different. I don't think the Braves. I mean, I do think the Braves have hold. Like, they were a more complete team last year than they were this year. Our pitching is bad. In a fantasy land where our pitching or, or our entire staff is healthy, Strider is our fourth starter. Um, no way. Uh, I
1: don't know about that. Yeah.
2: No way. Yeah, Soroka, Kyle Wright. Freed
0: Strider. You're telling me you're going to pay three of those guys more than you'll pay Strider?
2: Well, I don't know if is Sorok- um, on his second Achilles. Kyle wright's shut down for all of next year. Um, you guys yell at me. We're, all- we're going to pay him like he is a better pitcher than Strider. The best Wait ability tell he all year.
0: So, what? DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball, but he doesn't ever pitch. So does he is he the best pitcher in baseball?
2: No, I well, if DeGrom were no, yeah, it's DeGrom, DeGrom is not the best pitcher in baseball. DeGrom just throws him a million miles per hour. Um
1: Jeep, you're getting off topic. You are
2: yeah, we're getting off topic. So we need uh obviously Soroka, you can't count on him being back. Kyle Wright, you can't count on him being back. We need pitching offensively. We're done with Eddie Rosario's contract. If we get him for cheap, fine. I'm cool with going out and getting a left fielder. You know who would be who would look really nice in left field? Shohei Otani. You know, oh, wouldn't who's not gonna pay Shohei Otani? The Braves, probably, but one can hope. I, uh, I I'm that... in my delusion phase. So yeah. you know what? Maybe, maybe we'll we'll throw Shohei Otani an offer and wants to play in Atlanta.
0: I mean, it comes to the East Coast. I don't know if Atlanta's gonna be top of the top of the selection not that philadelphia is either but uh um, i
1: think he'll end up being a yankee
0: he'll be a yankee or a dodger or another angel i, I don't think he's leaving I,
2: or, I think he wants to stay on the west coast to be closer to home that's what i've heard
0: some, people, some people
2: say that's really
0: important but i'm like if he's from japan what's it's a long plane flight like it's a long flight either way like you're not really i real. mean it's
1: what seven hours shorter though right yeah, I mean
0: it, it's the difference when you, between when you're like, going so far, you can actually travel across the US faster than you can if you're doing a domestic hop to hop. Because you go so much higher elevation.
1: I don't I don't know enough about planes to dispute that. So it sounds right. That sounds yeah, sure. <laughs> I believe <you>. um <laughs> really he's gonna get there faster from New York because of how how quick those planes go.
0: Yeah. All I would say is, you know. I really feel for Atlanta fans. You know, they had a bad showing through beer cans on the field in game one.
2: Yeah, Phillies fans never do that shit.
0: Yeah, um, we with, Name the last time Phillies fans have thrown.
2: The the, the the fans were fine. Like, I get that you're saying that the stadium was quiet. You were saying the stadium's quiet before the series even started. And, like, that is just not. Also, there's just, no way that just, you can tune in. To the TV showing, it doesn't need to be and, bad fellas. and tell how loud the stadium is. Like, the, the, I all these Philly bots on Twitter just talking about
1: how quiet it is. It's like you don't know unless you're there. So, it's a good I, thing that we got you off Twitter. I think that's probably for the best.
2: I think it is too, because I would be Dude. saying Dude. some nasty. shit. Will you at least admit though that Citizens Bank Park is the best home field in baseball? No, I won't. <laughs> I think you're like severely overrating yourself. That was a, uh, I'm guessing that was you. In MLB history, Citizen Bank Park in the playoffs has the best win
0: percentage in MLB history.
1: What, for like just Denver? for all Denver. time? Denver. All do games
2: all- in uh, Citizen Bank Park. What? I, do you want a cookie? I I That is <laughs> a cool fact like i yeah,
1: we can't we just we simply can't do this can, we at least,
2: can you at least stress
0: what's up with your boy arcea he was losing it in the dugout with that the phillies fans yeah
2: he's talking to a bunch of shitheads they're probably yelling racist stuff at him oh, my God, that's <laughs> um,
1: a- oh come on
2: listen real quickly there's about as much validity to what i just said as there was to him talking shit about Bryce Harper in the dugout. Like, it yeah, wasn't- he, admitted
1: it. he
0: admitted it. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He literally admitted it after game three
2: that he said it. He did not. Yes, he did. I'll send it to you. Send it to me. <laughs> he literally admitted it. Oh, well, that was a bonus. This will
1: make for a great sound clip if you do find the, uh, the Bryce, video. Bryce Harper –
0: when you that, said what you, said, did you did you intend
1: for it to get back to Mark when you saw that you uh, for
0: he, he wasn't supposed to hear was That's why we were why we were uh talking in the clubhouse.
2: Still like holding a grudge on Arcia, who's like a million dollar player is the biggest like 13 year old complex i've ever seen from a grown man <laughs> like, the guy is actually a man child well <laughs> arcia says
0: he never meant for bryce harper to hear comments that inspired stare down he never meant for him to hear it he said it that by the way by the that, way by the way all harper, right
2: the, the guy harper, who doesn't who literally doesn't speak a lick of english yeah
0: somehow. he can string together
2: at a boy harper come on <laughs> i i don't know about that i i just think it's uh i he literally admitted to doing it no he did that's not in what yes, he did it's, it's that admitting it's... to doing it that that that's just his broken english like trend. i, I, oh I think that's admitting to doing it this is a stupid argument um and not a relevant one the braves well, that was do the not need to make team. major changes we had the best young core in baseball we can't spin like the Phillies or the Mets or the Dodgers, but uh, I th- I think we're in a good position for the future. That's I like
0: it. my bags of money. I'm not going to lie. I'll also say this. I don't think Harper hit two home runs because he said, a boy Harper. Harper is a gamer. He went out there to fucking rake no matter what because he's at home in the playoffs. Um, and he's probably the best player in the postseason the last two years, straight up. He's, he's unbelievable. Numbers-wise,
2: probably, but um,
0: – Number wise,
1: two, the Phillies won the series.
2: I I'm aware of that. Congratulations,
1: Sean! Something terrible is going to happen to Philadelphia sports. Oh, okay, so all right, that's I, enough baseball.
2: I know, <laughs> I know. Please don't keep understand it the
1: strategy of, of continually digging. It's going to come back. So I, had to.
0: Soon. I had to. I had to. I <laughs> had this guy. This guy's been begging for the Braves to play the Phillies all season. In the postseason, he said it multiple times. Not, not in the, the second opponent, half. In
2: the second half, I realized, like, wait a minute, we're opponent. cold. Or all I remember
1: against... is both of you guys just hedging your own positions incredibly hard the entire time. I'm just I like, totally this, is not, a, this isn't a World Series team, all right? You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens when it comes.
0: Um, I will say, and maybe this is our swing into NFL, Philadelphia got humbled yesterday. I think the fans yes. were running on too much of a high with an undefeated football team. And the Phillies beating the Braves, Phillies Philadelphia got humbled yesterday, and we felt it. <laughs> we felt it big time, because it was a pretty shock to the system. Are we good? And Bra- pretty we, exciting. Before I say that, are we good to move to NFL, Jeep, or have we got it? Yes, that? we are I, I more will, will, than good will, to move to NFL. I will say, I say Phillies in six. I think this Diamondback team is pretty good. I think they're going to take a couple. That's
2: what they're I hot. I can only hope. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, to kick off our NFL segment, too, all three of our teams lost yesterday. Yes, they did. I know. Just,
2: just an extra little slap in the face. <laughs>
1: what's been you need to really wake up on week. your Sunday
2: morning. Go to London and just get, like, just – I don't even know what happened. It, it was just an, a really ugly game on the Titans' part, which is nothing new. Um, and then, you know, as somebody who's financially – interested in the Titans covering a five and a half point spread to uh get down to the one yard line down 11 and then somehow not punch the ball in sucked
0: yeah that sucks um
1: I'm sorry Joyce
0: get those London games you know they're they're always so messy and I kind of like the Titans in this situation because also the Ravens I'm not sure how good the Ravens are they look like one of the best teams in the NFL and then who did they lose to two weeks
2: ago? That was like a terrible loss. Um
1: losing their name now. The Colts. Didn't they lose to the Colts? Yeah. They lost
2: the Colts. It's just that they've been blowing leads. And I've uh I've been talking to a couple like apparently Harbaugh is that I don't think the seat's hot yet, but it's uh heating up, which I I didn't that surprised me to hear that. But I guess it kind of makes sense because with the roster they have.
0: But do you think that's more of like a Mike Tomlin seats heating up that we've heard the last couple years, where it's just like this coach that's been there forever?
2: It's like the Andy Reid I've been living it. under. I haven't heard any Tomlin rumors, any like serious ones. Oh, the, when they started off poorly last year, they were certainly
0: um, there was some certainly some of those rumors. But I, I feel like with these coaches that have been there a long time, and Harbaugh's won one Super Bowl. He's a good coach, but he's only won one. I don't think they, I, that's the only Super Bowl he's been to, too. They never came out besides that. It's kind of like the Andy Reid effect in Philadelphia, where I think, you know, he's a good coach. It's just, you know, a decade goes past and it's like, should we shake it up? You know? Yeah. If if there are rumors, I bet they're more of that than the teams not performing. I don't know. Yeah. This is a
1: team that feels destined to win, to lose a divisional game this year, <laughs> which is just unfortunate. Yeah. But- a lot of it, the drops were really bad. It's constantly been like get Lamar weapons. I guess they like this is the first year of changing the offense. I think continuity matters. So Dave uh, Flowers,
2: be- by the way, he's good. I, I think he's got a weapon.
1: Like oh yeah, that guy is really good. Um, he's always had weapons. He's always had like Mark Andrews and like he's had decent guys. Mark
2: Andrews, he's never had receivers. And my whole opinion, like has kind of been he doesn't even need receivers because he can't hit him anyways. Like he needs a big tight oh, end. Big stop effort. it. And I think that's a little bit true, but he like Zay Flower seems to be helpful. So
1: yeah. I think uh like continuing to grow that uh receiver room will be helpful for them moving forward. I just don't know if they really like like this just does not feel like the year. Who knows? But yeah. I mean
0: at the end of the day they won the game and they moved to what four and two. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good record right now in the landscape of the NFL. And I mean, I don't think the Titans are that bad either. I just think, Ajib just what, why are you still playing Tannehill would be my thing. And I know
2: he got hurt. So I think you can't, Well, you you know, both. that I would not be playing. Like, I know. You realize <laughs> I know. I, I, we're asking the same questions. Like this is our yeah. chance to figure out if either of the two quarterbacks that we have stashed, are good because there are so many quarterbacks in this upcoming draft and we'll get to that like hopefully later because I'm sure I, when we
1: talk about the Patriots.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Michael Penix is the man. I think it's Penix. It's no, it's uh I'm just <laughs> Howard here. where uh there, there's a lot more enjoyment in calling him Penix, big Penix energy. As long as you say but, Penix, uh, as long as you say Penix Jr. Yeah <laughs> Penix Jr. Penix
0: Jr.
1: <laughs> so um, he's not going to be getting the NFL. Just by the way,
0: I have All I right, have ranked as the seventh best young gun quarterback. That's rookies and college quarterbacks that are active.
1: Yeah, probably about where to put him. But yeah, no, I mean, I think we know the reason. It's because Tennessee wants to win, but at this juncture, I think it's probably about time that you see what you have. It's,
2: it's like the only thing we we have good diff, like we are two cornerbacks away. From having an elite, like an elite top five defense, the only problem is, is that cornerbacks are a pretty important decision or yeah. position. So, like we, we just that's a glaring hole. Our offensive line is also like a pretty important position group, and uh, our I self. say
0: put in, put in the boy that puts mayo in his coffee. See what he's got. Put Will Levis in the game. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, throw him out there, Malik. I don't know if you guys watched any. Uh, of Malik, time. i make
0: that terrible play at the end of the game.
2: <laughs> yeah, really cool. he uh, he's so athletic, like he is yeah. very Lamar-esque with his maneuverability, but his decision making. I mean, he this is year two, and apparently hasn't been developing um, mentally. So, which is weird because, like, he scored. I I googled his Wonderlick test when he made that play that you're talking about, Sean. I'm like, all right, is this guy <laughs> immediately? <laughs> <laughs> Does this guy just, like, not, like, understand anything? And he scored very well on it. So, I don't know what's going on. That's, uh, that,
1: Liber- that's that Liberty University education, baby. I guess those online was- classes
2: didn't teach him much.
1: Yeah. That was
2: Situational a
0: very
1: foul curriculum.
0: Yeah. I think that was just a backup quarterback play where he's, like, gets in the game. You know, he has an opportunity to win them the game there at the end. And he's overthinking it. Like he loses where he is situationally in the game. Just go out of bounds. Live to fight Yeah, Like you know, you don't, fight, don't, you take don't a need step. to fight your way through six defenders and waste a ton of time. But I think it was just a backup quarterback thing. If he starts next week, then maybe maybe Get he's a little zoned in. It doesn't
1: matter. How like spot that you dropped A
2: backup directly. professional quarterback should have right. the situational awareness to understand that the clock's winding down. The two things you can't do are take sacks, and like that's the whole reason we're throwing the ball. That's why we're not giving we get it. Get tackled
0: the or get tackled inbounds by the edge. Or of get the side.
2: tackled inbounds when you have to actively try not to go out of bounds. It's yeah. It, I just like watching. It's like go out of bounds, dude. What the, what are yeah. you doing?
1: Um. Yeah, but Vrabel not getting fired anytime soon.
2: Vrabel runs the sh- like. He, I'm pretty sure he <laughs> is telling ran Carthon what to do like i i
1: i think well, i don't he... know it's all the more reason to blow it up
2: yeah like that that's the thing is rabel's just too good of a coach. like he is always going to overperform with the roster he has and i'm afraid that because of that we're not going to see him with a good roster trade so... horrible
0: for rabel fix both teams issues
2: I do not want Harbaugh. <laughs> I yeah, like Vrabel. It's just like the timing was
1: bad. Yeah. I'm
2: getting it. So hopefully you'll figure out. Well,
1: this out. might be the year, right? <laughs> it seems like it might be.
0: No, Maybe. No. Skyler, so your Patriots one in five. It's looking pretty dismal. Uh um, oh yeah. We're okay. gonna save Bill Belichick for the Sage advice. But with your team right now, like what do, what are you even? What do you I'm, even
1: thinking? I'm rooting for two things. Malik Cunningham, stardom, when he inevitably becomes a starter in two weeks. And just watching a lot more college football these days. <laughs> Scout now who looks good.
0: Suddenly your Saturdays are a lot more important.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> watching a Drake May master class, I'm like, oh. Yeah, that guy. He, he looked good back there. Caleb Williams looked terrible this weekend, but. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Are we gonna do a college football segment, or can I, I go think, about I, that? I think right we after will,
0: that. we will we'll do a a decent one because there was some stuff that happened. But um, I think there is a. I mean, with your Patriots, it's just welcome to the rest of everybody else's reality. The last twenty years, like these years happen. Yeah. These yeah. years happen so that you can be good.
1: Yes, a hundred percent. Um, but I I'm surprised, and the health just hasn't been there, and it, but it's just all that the offense is so putridly bad that you cannot function as a football team anymore, even though th- I think their defense is very, very good. And the defense has had a bajillion people hurt on it. All of the best players on the defense are hurt. And the offense is relatively healthy. The line's been shuffled around, um, but all the, you know, Max been healthy, all the receivers, all the running backs, everyone's been healthy, terrible. The offense has just been so bad. I fear that we're going to win a couple of games like we did against the Bills last year. We had like four. where It was so windy that you couldn't. (laughs) And end up and end up with like six wins and sitting at like pick eight or nine. And now you kind of have the Mac Jones decision again, because the Patriots aren't really a trade up kind of. No. But
2: Uh,
1: that's what I'm hoping for these days is a good pick next year and find the heir apparent.
0: Yeah. And. Again, I have more stuff to say, but I think maybe I'll save it for Bill Belichick's sage advice. I think that's when we'll – because I think that's really where you don't want to say it, but maybe that's where all this boils down to, at least for a transition period, you know?
1: Yeah, I think potentially. I I think that he underestimated how hard it would be to not have your quarterback also be the offensive coordinator – and somebody that you are can happily trust with that with both of those roles is just such a uh beneficial thing for a team to have that he can just focus solely on defense and special teams and that was enough. And so I'm sure that he feels like he's a little bit underwater having to deal with the offense and just you know, it's tough. It's That's tough. True. But you know, one of the young guys will come in and they'll fix that. We'll be back.
0: Right. <laughs> um okay. And then I think the big question. So, I, when I went to the gym today, it's funny. I, I don't really listen to Philly radio, sports talk radio, because I know it's so toxic. But like I had to turn it on this morning driving. I can the only
2: gym. imagine. Oh
0: and I only got three minutes worth of sports talk radio. It was like five callers. That's how many people got through the line in three minutes. And one guy was just like, you know, the problem with this team is AJ Brown, he's like a top three receiver, Devontae Smith. Trash Dallas Goddard, trash Jalen Hurts, trash just like ripping through everybody else on the offense. It's like, what? And then the next caller came in and called and was like, Brian Johnson, you know, he got this job because Jalen Hurts in him are buddies from high school, he is unqualified. Na-da-da-da-da all this stuff and they kept getting cut off cut off and then there's one guy that was like I'm really excited tonight for Wheeler to pitch on the mound in the Phillies game <laughs> and like the the, the the radio host was just like no 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 we're we're, we're Eagles hate this morning we get to Phillies late <laughs> in the afternoon but um so that's how toxic things are after one loss when you go five and0 and your team has a shit the bed game in Philadelphia right now but I will say we got humbled Philadelphia fans were riding very high on a 50 start and an LCS birth and the flyers won their first game which i don't really care but they won their first game so that was cool too but yeah i think the eagles have been showing signs these first 5 weeks that they aren't as good as they were last year definitely offensively um and it really showed up in this game and from the last couple of weeks i pointed out some bad coaching decisions at the end of the game Talk about bad coaching decisions, Run, uh, throwing it on third and nine when the Jets would have to burn their last time out and get the ball back with them under a minute left. You pin them deep with a punt. Zach Wilson, who hadn't done anything all day, like the Jets defense was good, but they were also so hurt. It was a gross game to watch as an Eagles fan. Is the sky falling? Probably not, but our schedule is pretty tough, so that might have been the first the one seed right there, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, that felt like a decision you'd make like against the Chiefs. Right, yeah. It's not, just, not against Zach Wilson.
0: It was a r- ugly game. And also the Meadowlands turf just claimed more victims. Lane Johnson going down is going to be brutal if he can't suit up. The Eagles are 63. When 63% of his games that he starts, games he doesn't start where he's hurt, we win 37% of those. So, like, he is so key to our success.
2: Almost like... Hertz isn't actually carrying the team, is it? I guess this goes back further than Hurts. <laughs> um, but I – that's an interesting point you make about the turf. I don't like turf. I thought – I remember you saying in the group – not to dig up – I'm not trying to be a dick. Oh, bring it up. But I just, thought you were saying, like, oh, does turf actually, like, make a difference? And I was like, yeah, like, I think it got Aaron Rodgers, like, I think his foot got hung up in it. Like, obviously injuries are still going to happen, but, like, you look at like everything bad happens on turf all these concussions from the ground at least happening on turf you don't see it on grass as much the uh, the non so contact knee yeah. injuries
0: and and now it's going to sound like i'm picky choosy i just didn't think the rogers one was because of turf i thought it was because he was twisting around violently while a D end was nailing him
2: <laughs> you know thought, the 300 pound man riding him to the ground might have had something to do with it but i do think <laughs> like it's easier for your cleat to get stuck <laughs> in the turf maybe if it gave a little bit in the grass his achilles is fine and the jets are a, a uh competitive
0: team. and the studies do show that like turf the injuries, it's like 2% higher. Like, it's not a crazy difference, but it is different. And it's like, if it's player safety, any percentage different,
1: you should probably well,
2: – it's, it's the head injuries for me. It's like all – like the the Donald Parham, the Tua like, – like all the Tua injuries have been – I no, actually the first concussion might not have been on turf. But the uh, the one where he got slung down, uh, like the Bengals stadium was on turf. In that, uh, whatever you call LA Stadium, when Donald Parham took a shot to the head, that was on turf. It's like, yeah,
0: at the end of the day, I mean, I, I don't think you can sit here and defend turf as the better surface. I still don't think it's too significantly different, but like, again, if it is percentage that it's healthier to play on grass, then they should play on grass. Like, I'm not gonna fight that. That's my stance on that issue.
2: Well, especially like for a multi-billion-dollar industry, that's sure. like the, it's the NFL. You guys can't afford to take care of grass. And I understand. I think you also made the point about how the league likes points and, and turf is faster. So I, they, faster.
0: that's definitely true. <laughs>
2: but there, there is like something, and the Titans just went to turf, which I was very like, I was proud of our grass. Like, there's nothing like looking at a football stadium and seeing a, just a nice grass field. All
0: it's right, Jim, like, I'm going to get you back on topic. You were about to go in on. Sorry, hurt. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this about Hurts. Watching the game, the first three quarters were not his fault. He played well. The two picks that were thrown were like random through the receiver's hands into the D-back. The third pick was atrocious. Like that was a horrible throw. And he had two other bad throws in the fourth quarter, I thought. I know he's Mr. I'm so serious. All I care about is winning. But he looks like he's having a miserable time out there. And it's like, dude, like, this is your job. And I get you trying to be a professional. But, like, is it not fun for you anymore? Like, you never – he never smiles out on the field. And I, it's part of his mama mentality that I've defended. But he looked miserable. And I think it was a little bit because Lane Johnson was down. He was getting – the pocket was collapsing. And he was getting destroyed. He
2: didn't have
0: eight seconds to throw the ball every time. I mean, gee, I'll say this: it's probably a big difference when you don't have your the best tackle in football <laughs> blocking for you anymore. I'm sure he'll adjust, and I'm sure Jack Driscoll, or backup tackle if he has to play more, is going to get a little better, like Andre Dillard did, who's now the starting left tackle for the Titans. And uh, like he, he got
2: he got benched.
0: Did he? <laughs> oh, bad take. A well, big guy. He's playing for the Lions. <laughs> He's playing for the Lions, also a former backup lineman on the Eagles. He's the starting tackle for the Lions, who might be the best team in football. Um, but <laughs> I will say he has to have a bounce back. He just This was a look over game, and it's gross how they played. But if they can go into this stretch of like six to seven really hard games that we have and come out with a positive result for most of those, then it doesn't really matter what happened in this game.
1: Oh, and for sure. I mean, the season's so long, you're going to have games like this on the way. Every, every team has games like this.
0: Yeah. So I would say, what what do you guys think was more shocking, 49ers or Eagles loss?
1: Hold on. Hold on. I, I have a
2: quick uh quick game to play just before we move away from the Eagles. We're not moving <laughs> away, but you should play your game. Um, you. Who currently
0: leads the league in interceptions? It's actually a Jimmy Garoppolo, but Hurts is second tied.
2: Tied for second with Mac Jones, which is funny. Yeah. So Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't know what I don't have Twitter, so I don't I don't know how he's doing with his back. But I do know that he had to be transported to the hospital. Did he throw his back out? I didn't realize he was like that old. Um, so he's, he's going to miss. Of some guy pie. with a back injury. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not like I I am asking. Like I am genuinely surprised that he had to go to the hospital. Like, he had to leave the stadium with the back injury and that he threw it out. Because you don't hear about players throwing their backs out in football, in, like, professional football that much. Like, you you have back problems, but, like, apparently he threw his back out. So he's going to miss some time. Mac Jones is going to get benched. So in two, three weeks, are we looking at Jalen Hurts leading the league in interceptions? After all the shit that Eagles fans have given Dak, we might be approaching a new era. If you're, in- gonna,
0: if you're gonna hold on to this, you reach deep in your bag. Weeks, that one.
2: In two to three weeks,
0: he may lead the league in
1: picks. That's the he got you. By all
2: means, man. I, I'm just asking a question. It's not the best I have. I, I, again, I like Jalen Hurts, and I, as soon as Eagles fans start booing him, I'm going to be his biggest supporter. I'm going to be in his corner, but. It's it's funny – it's a little funny to see the $265 million guy lead the league after –
0: He's playing better couch. than Joe Burrow. Paid more than
2: him. Whose calf is gone.
0: Playing better. Still going out every week. Best uh, ability
1: is availability.
0: All right. So, I, I do want to ask the, – the 49ers <laughs> also shockingly lost. Um, what do you guys think was a more surprising loss – between the two teams that were probably slid as the best in the NFL at that point.
1: The um, looked a lot. I thought they looked a lot worse, but it's funny. Both of the, they both lost to teams that don't really have good offenses, but have some pretty stellar defenses. Um, yeah. So uh, what does that tell you? But I, I don't know. I thought – I I kind of thought that the Browns might be a trap game for the Niners. I feel like we talked about this last week. I probably didn't even mention it. But, did,
0: but that was before Deshaun Watson was out, and then they were playing their third string.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? that is true. But honestly, third string is probably better than Deshaun these days. So – but yeah, no, I mean they're both they're both awfully surprising, but they both feel like kind of week six NFL losses where it's like you don't really need to read too much into them.
2: It's not stunning. It's it's week six. It's a long NFL season.
1: Not terrible team. Again,
2: like the Jets have a really good defense, as do the Browns. Like I think both are top ten defenses. So
0: I think the concerning thing for if you're looking at both teams here, both got a little banged up, like McCaffrey and Stebo. Had to leave the game, which is not good that McCaffrey's already hurt this early into the year. And Brock Purdy, I think the everybody knows the recipe for Brock Purdy. It's get to him. But nobody has been able to the first couple of weeks. The Browns defense is so good. Miles Garrett was taking care of Trent Williams, which is something to speak to. Like, Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the league, in my opinion. And Miles Garrett was getting to him. So everybody knows the formula. Obviously, I still think a healthy Niners team probably pulls that out. But then you look at the Eagles side. They're a little banged up. The Jets secondary, Sauce Gardner didn't play. yeah. No. And I still think their front seven is probably the best – right there with the Browns is best in the league. Um, and they had their way. But that's where I think the Eagles coaching is a little bit – like game planning is wise. It's like you got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard. Just attack their secondary properly. <laughs> you know? And so – I would say I was more shocked by the Niners loss just because the third string quarterback. But I'm less worried about the Niners than the Eagles, but I'm an Eagles fan. So what does that really say?
1: (laughs) Well, I do think the one the one thing that it exposes a little bit is kind of what you mentioned earlier. Life's going to be a lot harder without the best line in football that you can just throw out there every week. Obviously, like we all knew that was coming, but it, it does kind of put into perspective like, oh, it's a little harder to get those guys involved. It was so easy last year to to get the ball to your playmakers and let them do what they needed to do but to Jeep's point 8 seconds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you know what he still had some 8 seconds at the end of the game and wasn't making the throw so. Yeah. I'd say uh you win this week Jeeb. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> hurts hurts. Rooting for like I, I I hate what this has like <laughs> turned me into because I'm rooting for a guy's downfall who he seems like a good dude like he he he, he seems like a really good guy um and I want to see him fail and I I like being a hater but I don't know maybe like I don't know
0: I would say don't give up on your hate yet because I think he's going to bounce back and be perfectly fine the rest of the year but hey he might lead the league in interceptions in three weeks
1: yeah.
2: I'm just I'm just saying like it, it's not what you wanted from your two hundred sixty-five million dollar.
0: Um any last thoughts on the
2: NFL weekend? None. Uh Tyrod Taylor is better than Daniel Jones. He might be uh, <laughs> although he he might have lost them the game, but it's not, <laughs> not like he put up more than nine points, but Bills
0: are like the Ravens right now. Where I'm like, I know you guys are good, but like, yeah.
1: why why are you not
0: playing? What's going on? Well,
1: the Bills <laughs> have that kind of thing in them too, like the built-in self-destruct button that will go off at some point.
0: Yeah, for sure. Talk college football. Yeah, let's talk a little college football. Um, yeah, pretty pretty. Ah, uh, the Oregon Washington game was probably the best game of the weekend. Did you guys catch that?
2: Oh yeah, I did in its entirety.
0: Nice. Yeah, it was. That ending was awesome itself. I I only saw the second half, but that was a fantastic ending. I'm glad Washington won. I'm kind of rooting for Washington. They might be my team. I root for the rest of the season to win the playoffs. So I really,
2: do, uh, at least like in the Pac-12, I want to see Washington excel. But I was very impressed by Oregon. I think they're, honestly, I think they're a more complete team than Washington. Um, Like, defensively, I think they're better. And I really like Dan Lanning. Obviously, like, some of the decisions didn't pay off. But I like the fact that he was playing to win the game. Like, the analytics would agree with him. And I, like, the mainly the fourth down at the uh, very end of the game, the decision to go for it on fourth down instead of punting it like i thought that was the right decision it didn't pay off um and for what i'm hearing like all the podcasts that i listen to are like yeah like i don't think it was a bad decision so i don't think he's taking too much shit for it but like just a year ago or a little over a year ago they got beat like 50 something to nothing uh by georgia in the it, the mercedes benz sure. dome sure i remember that was last year like, oh wow this is not going well for Oregon. Like, this was a terrible hire. And now I think Oregon fans have to be happy with what Dan Lanning has done. And they just got a five-star defensive tackle to sign with them. So he's getting the recruits. He's doing what they need to do. It's like They
0: have to be happy with them. I mean, they could be upset about this past weekend a little bit, but, like, he's also going to get the boost, which is kind of dumb when you look at the end of the year. But that Colorado game, that at the end of the year, they should have always smacked them. But because it was built up as this huge game, you can put that as another like checkbox, like team. game, you know, like sort of thing. Um, but no, I think Oregon's good. And, you know, the pundits would probably agree with you, Jeeve, that Oregon's probably the more complete team. But I just like Michael Penix Jr. And I'm glad that he pulled it out. Um, I like the Washington team. I hope they I hope they win the Pac-12. Nord Dame helped out Oregon and Washington by Knocking USC down a peg. So if they lose another game, they're out of the playoff. Um, But, well, yeah. The- that really oh, help them
2: in the playoff. It honestly hurts them, the out-of-conference loss.
0: Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. But if you're just like – you, if Notre Dame put some good tape out there on, like, how to expose USC further, yeah. you know, like, I guess you could – you are right, though. Like, I guess you would want them to be undefeated when you play them. But yeah, you, know, you don't have to necessarily worry about a Caleb Williams hype train coming your way
2: well i mean you still got to be worried but my like i was shocked <laughs> i was appalled at caleb williams performance uh and that's not saying like notre dame is a very good defense um but we all thought i mean when we were previewing the game we're like yeah notre dame's just going to run all over usc and then it wasn't even their defense that lost them the game it was their like caleb it was almost all no it wasn't all caleb williams because that receiver had the really bad fumble but like their offense lost in the game.
0: Gail Williams is still really good. I don't think this game hurts his draft stock, but I do think it will make some NFL teams think twice about like, all right, this guy's really talented, and he loves to run around and scramble. But like you look at Patrick Mahomes, you got to put good linemen around him. You look at Jalen Hurts, like you want to build things around these guys so that they're comfortable enough to do those talented things. So I think there'll be some questions draft process. Does he still go number one? Absolutely. I'm not saying anything's going to change there, but I do think this game exposed some immature parts of his football
2: game. I would
1: yeah. say, is I think draws- that the first time in the season you can say that he's not like a shoe in number one overall. Like I think that there's a glimmer of a doubt, and you know there's obviously a trajectory here where UNC like ends up a team that's a contender and USC has a couple more not-so-great games that Drake may could totally leapfrog Caleb Williams.
0: Especially if UNC you know, wins the ACC. If yeah, which may-
1: they, they very easily could. That's not a particularly difficult path. That's not a a future that's difficult to imagine. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, honestly, good thing to keep an eye on because he looked bad. And I think there is a uh, – if you're going to have a quarterback like that, it's almost uh, our offense is going to go when you go and we're kind of predicating this whole thing on you being able to run around and, and, Look you know, yeah, it's a tough, tough way to live and die.
0: Look at Anthony Richardson. The guy looked electric. He got banged up and he's already probably shut down for the season.
1: Well, yeah. I don't even mean from a, from an injury standpoint. <laughs> I, I, I mean, almost more like the Josh <laughs> Allen experience experiment. How <laughs>
2: Jeep's just fist pumping in his way. <laughs> no. I was not I would I I actually like I was typing something and then I had the ball. I was not okay happy about Anthony Richardson's injury. I don't like Okay, I'm
0: glad you can clarify the air because it looked like you were just doing this like you were fist pumping.
2: <laughs> no, I uh I don't wish injuries upon anybody in most circumstances. And this isn't one of them. Like I don't I'm not like no, I get it. I get it. I'm, I, I'm, if he sucks, I'd be thrilled. Like I don't, I'd rather him just suck. I, rather, I say, you'd rather him go the Carson Wentz route. Yeah, exactly. See, that would be perfect. If, if they, uh, the, uh, the Colts give him just a ridiculous contract and he immediately winces. And hopefully, I mean, ironically, it was the Colts who bailed the Eagles out of that contract, but,
0: um, all right, let's get back to college football too. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. I, I was the one that started that tangent. Um, But, Scott, are you so you're talking about Drake May looking good with the UNC path? Do you think that's what has to happen? Drake May goes on this run at the end, USC kind of falls off the national spotlight as the year goes on. They pick up a couple more losses and then the Drake May train really takes off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think if we, when does North Carolina play Florida State? When does that happen?
2: I don't know if it's on the schedule. Uh, The the ACC championship game.
1: The ACC championship last year.
0: Oh wait, sorry, that's the basketball score. I typed in Florida State, North Carolina. Yeah, it like, whoa, absolutely. 66 I was like,
1: what? Yeah, they, they don't play this year. So if they end up if they if they end up going to the uh ACC championship undefeated, I would not be surprised if you heard an awful lot of Drake May chatter.
2: How fun yeah. would that be if we actually of- hit like a playoff? That's basically a playoff game, assuming Florida State stays undefeated.
1: Yeah, that would be really
2: fun. Done. So, I in the ACC, neither
0: schedule I think at the end of the year is really particularly difficult, but I do think North Carolina's is a little bit harder because they get a couple softballs with Virginia, Georgia Tech, and the powerhouse camp, that is Campbell. I think they're an FCS school, but then they do hit Duke and, Clinton. and the Camels. Yeah, the Camels.
1: did they? Oh. They had a they had a really good basketball player a couple of years ago. Very <laughs> so small guy? Yeah, yeah, but anyways,
0: uh, the last three weeks of the year, they played Duke Clemson and NC State, who NC State's unranked, but to start the year, they were a hyped up ACC team. So, but I mean, again, if they can run that schedule and they get to play Florida State in the championship, um, or they could even play spoilers if they get one loss and knock Florida State out. I mean, Drake may even in the
1: course them. of the next three weeks, if they're going to go nine and oh, how many teams are going to be undefeated at that point? Because already right. number 10. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's probably, you know, over the next three weeks, if they take care of business against teams, they definitely should. You could easily be looking at a top five team just depending on the other guys losing beneath them. Well,
2: right. Somebody's going to lose like Penn
1: state or Ohio, Penn state, state, Ohio state. Somebody has to lose. Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's the big game of this weekend is Penn state versus Ohio state. We get the first of the three games. Everybody's going to be looking at this year in the big 10, which is when those three teams play each other. Um, I'm pulling for Penn State. I definitely don't think Ohio State's as good as they were the last couple of years. But thing that Ohio State always has for it, just like when they played Georgia in the playoff last year, they have the talent, and it's as well as long as the talent plays to the level. Well, I mean, they, I mean, if they do look, have
2: the talent, like yeah. all around the ball, but they don't have is an NFL court, like caliber quarterback, which I don't think Kyle McCord is yet. Is Penn State. Yeah, they might. They might. I mean, at this point, you could say Kyle McCord might be a quarterback
0: too because he's not going to be entering the draft for a couple years. Yeah,
2: but (laughs) I I really have not been impressed by him. And Drew Aller hasn't like uh, he he's making good decisions. Yeah,
1: Um, the important part for an NFL quarterback. But I think the
0: argument you can make with the Michigan Penn State thing here is. And so, I can't believe Franklin was calling out Michigan for not playing about anybody this year. You know, Penn State played Delaware and UMass this year on their schedule. Delaware <laughs> is an FCS school. <laughs> UMass is the worst uh, FBS
1: school in the entire country. I, I didn't think UMass was FBS. Good for them. Yeah, right. Like they're horrible. And he what to, conference like, do they play in? I think they're independent. I don't think they're in a
0: conference. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. And Franklin had the balls to call out Michigan for not playing one, which I still think Michigan hasn't played anyone, but at least Ohio State's played people, you know, like right. that's what you can say about those three teams. Um, but yeah, again, I hope Penn State does it because I just like to see something different. But I'm not gonna bet against Ohio State, is where kind of I am yeah.
1: The- I hope I Ohio State opposite does.
2: vote. I am betting on Penn State, getting four and a half points. I've already locked it in. I uh I think is it, it- in Columbus? Yes, it is.
0: So that's. But Penn State actually plays better in Columbus against Ohio State historically.
2: Is that true? Yeah, that's where they beat them, I guess, like the, last, like the last 15
0: like, now. Yeah, the last like 10 to 15 years. They messed
2: up their playoff hopes.
0: Yeah. Like back in the JT
2: Barrett days. I can't remember that. Um,
0: there's not many wins for Penn State in this series in the last 10 to 15 years, but they do end up in Columbus when they happen. So <laughs> kind uh, of sucks. But uh, and then they get Michigan at Penn State, so they kind of drew pretty well there. Um. But yeah, last last college football question: Colorado blew it against Stanford, who was oh, their, yeah, their last guaranteed win on the schedule, quote unquote guaranteed because they blew it. Um, does Colorado make a bowl game now? They need to win four games, and they have a the toughest part of their schedule coming up.
2: Would be close. I just would need to win three, right?
0: Are two. they three wins? Yeah, maybe they're three wins. Sorry. So yeah, they need to win three,
2: three games. Um, I was looking at their schedule when I saw this proposed this this topic of conversation, uh, and Arizona is not the team that we thought it was, in a good way.
0: Oh, actually, Colorado only needs to win two games. Never mind. What? They're four and three.
1: They're four and three. The oh, oh you know what? I actually, uh, I remember that from the uh, SNL sketch. <laughs>
2: oh, have yeah.
1: Seen, have you seen these this weekend? I, yeah, I saw that. That's funny.
2: Sorry, I
0: derailed this whole thing. Yeah, they're they're four and three. <laughs>
1: That's the two wins? I,
0: maybe. But I don't know. They have to beat UCLA, who's ranked, Oregon State, who's ranked, Arizona, who played USC tight, Washington State, who used to be ranked in Utah. Like,
2: Washington State, I don't think that's a winnable. I think you
1: definitely steal at least one. Stanford was the worst Pac 12 team. Yeah. I mean, that was obviously a terrible it against them.
0: I think if you're looking at this, you'll say they'll win the Arizona game if you believe they'll make a bowl. I think they win the Arizona game and then maybe they beat UCLA next week. I I don't like the Oregon State, Washington State, or Utah.
2: I actually think that the UCLA game is winnable just because UCLA's offense, like Colorado's offense is really good. UCLA is more of a defensive team and Colorado can, might be able to put up points, but I, yeah. I, they, they have to win that even if they beat Arizona. Like I don't think they beat Oregon state. I think Washington state at Washington state is impossible. Um <laughs> You tell that and to prime Utah at Utah is also yeah. impossible. I, I
0: think they do need to make a bowl game though, to say that this year was a success.
2: You think and so? I, I, I mean, we're saying they were going to win a game.
0: <laughs> I know, but
2: their win yeah. total was three and a half.
0: The amount of shit that they talked. And like, I know he's been more quiet and more reserved when they've been going further on in the season. And I think he does say good things. Like, after the Stanford game, he said, like, this was on us. Like, we sucked. Like, this was totally on us, our loss. Like, he wasn't blaming anybody. But they got to they gotta get into
1: a bowl game. What I would be careful to do would be conflate the media's amplification of Colorado and them being particularly loud within themselves. They are not at fault for ESPN shoving it down your throat. Skyler, so... we are the media that they, they that is true they, we do talk they, about colorado Deion's and Chips using the media
2: like they they love the media they're using it like they, it's they, they know what they they're using
1: it though is my question i think the media is using them Deion, well it's a like reality it.
2: show dion's wealth welcoming all the attention he goes out in these press conferences with sunglasses. Like he is asking for the attention and what does he get for it? He gets recruits. He gets his name on the map. He's in recruiting battles with Alabama and Georgia. Like it's very much something that he owns the portal. Well, I don't know about that yet, but like they're getting, they're getting top notch talent. I think they're going to be, Honest, like they. Could really I agree well with you. Like I think the two, fact that years.
1: he is like cool and marketable is definitely a big part of why he can go out and get recruits too. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think that that means that they are like bragging and have been super loud and they have been are, super.
2: Have you seen, dude? They're. They're walking on people's fields. Shador with the watch thing. Like they're a very loud. T- That's just- They're walking
1: on people's fields? That walking was- Walking what-
2: on like the, the logos. Like they're-, they're- I mean. And now to present the
1: award for player hater of the year, Ice-T. Ah. I'd like to
2: welcome all you ignorant ass bitches, critics, complainers, disgruntled rappers,
0: and racists especially. To the ninth annual international
1: player haters ball.
0: All right, to talk about divisive nature of a team.
1: Mm, this is a good segue, Sean. You've I been a little,
0: it was- a little side debate with a guy we talked about last week, Morvin, because he's an LA sports fan, and he was trying to talk to me about teams that he's hated, and it's all over the board. Because as an LA sports fan, they don't really have rivals that stick around. Whereas, like a Philly sports fan, I'm like, I hate. Awesome. the Cowboys. I hate the Giants. I hate the Celtics. I hate, you know, like the Braves, the Mets. Like I hate those teams and I always hate them no matter how good the teams are. But I do think there is a general thing to just being a general sports fan that a lot of people can agree on what teams they hate. So as three haters, who do you guys think are the most hateable teams in sports?
2: Is this college football or is this anything?
0: Like, I I think college football can count too. And then pros, obviously.
2: And this is like personal bias aside, right?
0: I think your personal bias definitely adds to it. But like, don't just throw out a team that you just hate. Like, I wouldn't say the Giants as a team that everybody hates just because I'm an Eagles fan. You know, that's what I mean. I
1: I would love to. To tender every Philadelphia sports team. <laughs> flyers. Yeah. Flyers, but... Let the Flyers be. <laughs> they, they, the Philadelphia is the Colorado problem, too, where it's just shoved down your throat whenever they're on a playoff run and it's everywhere and it's songs and it's, it's, it's just terrible. It's unavoidable and it's the one thing that I. It's my Happy one. Fiesta
2: thing. remixes. It's just terrible. But well, I would like, say, did you hate
1: dreams and nightmares before that just uh, it's nails on a chalkboard
2: before
0: 2017 when the eagles got good and won the super bowl it's very recent it's a recent well, phenomenon did you guys really care about philadelphia sports teams before that like they weren't good
1: yeah no not really. Oh, you, and like also, a- like, yeah. I didn't know anybody
2: from Philadelphia until I got to University of Richmond.
1: Yeah, a lot of it was Richmond. The fact that there's so many Philly kids at Richmond and it became it, it was like the biggest fan base there was made it extra annoying.
0: I'm glad yeah. you clarified that there was lots of Philly fans there. And, and I'm not the only Philly fan that you met at Richmond.
1: No, there are many. <laughs> there, there, there are countless.
0: Um, no, I mean, as as a Philly sports fan, I know everybody hates us, but we don't care. We don't care. Um, but I do think that's a good recent example. But like, I don't know, like the Cowboys have sucked for what, 25 years in terms of everybody not, still, still the hates NFL. them. They're the
2: most hated team in the NFL.
0: And everybody still hates them. They're way up there. Like, I have never lost an ounce of hatred for the Dallas Cowboys throughout all the years. Cause you might say that the Eagles are like Eagles are shoved down your throne towards the NFL media the Cowboys are shoved down your throat, no matter how good they are.
1: That's true. The annoying part is how they're always relevant, but not in like a Yankees kind of way or where you're like, if we're bad enough, we can go out and get some free agents that make this like brand new, whether we're good or not. The Cowboys just don't have any of those devices. Right. and, And just are very, have not been able to crack the ceiling. So no, that's a good one. That's a good one. I would also say the Astros have got to be high, but Mine are clearly like recent event driven.
0: Yeah, they're another one of those where it's hard because they like also kind of stunk our childhood, but because yeah. they cheated and yeah, they're still it's really all of good.
1: <laughs> like, I think if you were to ask, I think if you were to poll a hundred people and put the answers up on a board, family feud style, that the Astros would probably be number one when you ask this question. Like, I feel like the the just like recency bias and the animosity towards cheating. I don't know.
2: I don't really like. I don't hate the Astros as much as everybody else does. Like, I definitely get it, but it's like, it happened. It sucks. <laughs> I think it was, I, I, who I do hate is the Dodgers. And it's yeah. funny that they kind of stole the World Series for, from them. Like, I almost respect it. Um, so I think
0: as East Coast kids, I only really think about the Dodgers and really LA teams when it comes to playoff time, but I think it would be, bad journalism by us to not mention the lakers the dodgers yeah football doesn't really matter out there so it does but they're new there anyway but like those two for yeah. sure the hate all what time about time?
1: usc while we're in la i usc is one that i feel like would have made a lot of sense 15 years ago but i feel like no one really hates them anymore I don't know because
2: they are getting a lot of, they were getting a lot of media attention when Lincoln Riley goes over and it's like oh, I and now Bronny this too. This it's gonna be impossible to
1: escape. Oh my
2: god! I didn't even I, <laughs> yeah I didn't even consider that in basketball. Yeah. it's gonna be yeah. so obnoxious.
1: I know Lakers times USC with LeBron on the Lakers and Bronny at USC is ridiculous.
2: That's there's
0: well, well, be- a theme. Jeep, you probably hate whatever team LeBron's on.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I liked him when he was on the cast the first time. <laughs> <laughs> first
0: time. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I do think there's some of that in the NBA, where because the NBA also is like it's less about team rivalries and more about player rivalries. So like you can just choose a player that you dislike and wherever they go, aka KD. Like KD has a lot of haters, um, so that's probably a thing there. The Celtics-Laker rivalries of the '80s kind of isn't really existent anymore.
1: We're not really. So it's
0: been a But what about I mean, we already mentioned the Yankees. I think they're Yankees, Cowboys are just the universal
1: Yankees, Cowboys, Lakers are the
0: I think are the three names that definitely come to mind. I hate the Astros because of cheating. But the one I want to throw in there is your beloved Patriots.
1: Mm, Yeah, no, that's that one's obvious too.
0: Outside of like New England fans and Philadelphia fans don't like to admit it, but they're very similar in how they root for their teams. You guys have just had I, lot...
1: I wouldn't say all of that.
0: You guys have just had a lot more success. Bostonians and Philadelphians are more similar than they'd like to admit.
1: I, I think that the Boston hatred comes just from success, from the two decades of sustained success where every team was relevant. And winning championships for a very long time. And I because I and there's the Belichick cheating stuff, I think you could probably point to, even though none of that was proven. So But what I would say though is I never
0: rooted against the Red Sox, even though the Red Scots had plenty of success during those 20 years.
1: Some, yeah. They, I mean they broke the streak, that was the big thing. And then they were like good and won another one.
0: But the the Patriots, I just hate with a passion, and that's why I think everybody's having a great victory lap this year. Was
1: it Brady? Was it Belichick? Or was it just Brady's
0: pretty smug? I don't. Belichick's like it's what it stood for. Could be annoying, but like I didn't hate. Brady was definitely the punchable face, you know, that you could look at. But also, it was just so annoying because you guys every year would pull out this vanilla, standard type of football. And just run it down everybody's
1: throat by the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, The year was 2005. Little seven-year-old Sean shed his first tear, watching Richard Seymour swallow up Donovan McNabb. And from that day...
0: That is my first uh, football memory of watching. Is it really?
1: (laughs) I didn't even know that.
0: When McNabb went out and partied too much the night before and was hungover and said he had food poisoning.
1: Is that what they say happened? I mean, I've never that, heard that story.
0: Philadelphia before. radio rumors that were created. I'm sure the guy didn't party the night before the Super Bowl. Could you imagine?
1: That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> Who knows?
0: You're nervous. Um, but yeah, I mean that was great. To played on a broken leg, had like a hundred and forty reception uh, receiving yards or something in that game. It's nuts. And Belichick cheated at the end because that was the year before Spygate was revealed. So,
1: sure, obviously.
0: Um, for, for NHL, I just put down Canada. Is there like a rivalry here where like Americans just hate Can- Canadians? Well, my question
1: <laughs> that I'm going to throw up is do people like just on average like expansion teams more or like them less because they're so new? Uh, the the, two the Knights
2: like winning their first year in the league after the way the draft works. It's like how do you even like uh, it, it's tough to hate Vegas because they like Yeah, it's just fun.
1: Yeah. I would. I would say about in case, the, in case the listener doesn't know, I got to. I was in Vegas when they won the Stanley Cup this year, and it was very cool. I just happened to be there for work, and it just happened around me, which is very fun.
0: That is pretty cool. Did you run out of the, the the streets and nobody else was out there because there's no Vegas night fans?
1: <laughs> no, I, there's a ludicrous number of Vegas Knights fans, which is wild. They really bought into it, and no, I watched the last period like outside the stadium on the big screen. It was pretty nice. Oh, um I realized we didn't record all summer, so that probably never came up.
0: Yeah, no, that's an awesome thing. I would say with with expansion teams, I think everybody's like, "Oh, you're you're a new darling." Like, yeah, welcome to the league. I'm not gonna hate you. Obviously, there's no history, but like the Knights, if you win right away, it's even more animosity. Where it's like, you did not do your time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: like <laughs> people like well, the Kraken see... don't
1: like the Golden Knights.
2: Yeah, in the same way that Seahawks fans are annoying, like I could see Kraken fans getting annoying if the crowd are
1: seahawks fans annoying or is that part of the
2: yes the whole 12th man thing like they're they're very very passionate fan base which is weird because you wouldn't expect it from a city like seattle but like they are they take it very seriously and uh, i i don't personally have a problem with them but a lot of people do
1: i'll throw out one that's just me simply targeting sean and that is notre dame football fair
2: yeah, we needed to get there.
1: Yeah, with
0: the Notre Dame is by far the largest fan base of college football fans that most people didn't even go to the school.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm sixth generation Irish like yeah, yeah. just yeah. root for Notre Dame. Um I will say like I don't hate Notre Dame, but I am annoyed by them. But I also respect Six. what Thanks. happens to college football when Notre Dame is good. So
1: Yeah, I I like it when it's good, but if we're talking annoying fan bases, like fans who are annoying about that team, Notre Dame's got just got to be way up there.
0: Yeah, I also think, not to talk shame on a fan base that I'm very much a part of, but I do think there is a bit of the we tune in to start the year, and a lot of those fans have no idea if the team's good or not with that fan base. (laughs) <laughs> and, then, and then the hype train
2: starts, or so the hype train falls off a cliff. But that's kind of how that fan base operates. Um, While we're at colleges, I think Texas, um, I mean, they, like, might have fucked up the Pac-12. Uh, yeah, if you're going, going off. Through, the Longhorn like, Network, like, this conference realignment thing started with them in Oklahoma. Um, so they're messing everything up. And they uh, they have a loud fan base. Sorry, Russell, if you've gotten to this point, I like you, Russell, but I do think the horns are annoying. Texas A and M, in the same way, is very like just a bunch of weirdos. Um,
0: Uh, I mean, you have to throw Alabama
1: out there.
2: You do. I I don't have a problem with them, but I understand.
1: Haven't even begun to mention Duke basketball. Jesus, I didn't even put
0: college football down, college basketball down, but that's so true. Yeah. I I've always kind of liked Duke basketball. Um, I'm on the other side of it, but yeah, for sure, easily one of the most hateable. Definitely. It's just the teams, and of uh, course,
1: any kind of fan base that worst comes to worst falls back on like you're a safety school is uh you know that's that's part of the Notre Dame charm too.
2: Yeah. It- it's part it's of the like rid- why you're recruiting, you're losing recruiting battles because you have academic standards like that. So, that Michigan but- might as well throw Michigan in there too, because they say that a lot. It's true. Michigan's um, like
0: four times the size of Notre Dame. I never got that. You tell me you can't sneak a couple more five stars into your school.
2: Michigan is actually, well, that's what their fans say.
0: That is, uh, yeah, but guys. Remember, guys, we all went to a country club college.
1: No, that's an A, and you know. <laughs> A mix of where you're not really that perennially good at any sports. So. On a much
2: smaller scale, the locals of Richmond hate the University of Richmond. I have oh, yeah. learned and working <laughs> here and Yeah, well, I get
1: not as bad. A lot of the schools that are really in the middle of nowhere, there's a much more contentious towny versus student kind of vibe. At least in Richmond, it's like big enough that it's like if you're if you live all around this side of town, you know what you're you know what you're here for.
0: Um kind of wrap it here. I know we're not big soccer fans, but I do think Mexican fans hate the United States soccer team probably more than any of us could ever imagine what those fans do, like filling cups with piss and throwing them on the players in the middle of the game is just a different level of hatred that I, I don't think we can even get
2: near. I that. actually love that. Like I <laughs> love the fact that they do that. And uh, if we're talking international soccer, I think everybody hates England.
0: Yeah, that's a good England. one people hate england um if we go in club soccer like real madrid man U, like man city the oil money and just history of winning like those are easy teams to hate um maybe one day we'll do a, a ranking of the teams we all like maybe, maybe that's the other side of this yeah uh, but positive. i do want to oh go ahead
1: no i was just saying have a positive so end something positive for once yeah and now for sage advice
0: Well, let's wrap up with a little sage advice. It's our boy, Billy Belichick. Um, There's a lot of talk of him wanting to stick around for the wins record. And my advice to Bill, don't do that. You You need to win 18 more games. You know how far Andy Reid is from getting there? It's like 40. That's like conservatively five seasons Andy Reid will hit that mark and surpass him whatever Bill gets to. Or he might even beat Bill to it. If Bill sticks around, you know, you know how close Bill is to the all-time loss record? Eight games.
2: I, wow. Eight
0: games and he has the all-time loss record.
1: Really?
2: Didn't realize that.
0: No, is so, that either? Bill, my advice to you is, when Robert Kraft at the end of the year says, Bill,
1: what do you want to do here? There may, he's getting it this year, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: but have a long, hard think about it and just move into the president of the Patriots organization role. And, and be happy there because even if you get the wins record Andy Reid's going to blow it out the water
2: I don't know there are no guarantees and I like I'm not trying to make light of this situation the dude oh. is not a healthy guy do you <laughs> like five years is a yeah but he's got Patrick Mahomes. I think he'll do it in three but the thing is, is three years is a long time for that guy with his body type and
1: how old is Andy Reid? He's got to be in his 60s, right? He's, I think, five or six years younger than Bill Belichick. Yeah, I mean, so, and if Belichick's still coaching, he just needs to, you know, outlast Reid by a couple more years. I mean, obviously, if we're not talking about the loss record, because my advice, as typical to, to how this usually goes, is the direct opposite of yours. <laughs> Stick out for as long as it takes. Etch your name in the history books. I, I just think... uh I think you just have to go for it. And then the other thing too is football changes quickly and he clearly hasn't found his offensive coordinator. I think it might make sense to take a step back and maybe stop being the GM. I could see focusing in more on his kind of thing and and kind of letting a new brain trust take over because the results are not working, but like stick around, baby get that record. And, and, you know, I, I think, uh, the roster construction is terrible this year. It's only getting better. So, Bill, stick it out.
2: See what he does with a good draft pick.
1: Hopefully he yeah. can take a long snapper with works. Uh, Big joke on Patriots boards. Is that no, a...
0: if Bill Belichick is making this pick at like five or six, wherever you guys are, he's gonna take Joe Alt, the Notre Dame offensive lineman. You think so? Without a doubt. It's yeah. Bill. He's gonna look at these quarterbacks and go, ah nah, I'm gonna take the lineman.
1: that's going to happen as well Jeeb what's your advice
2: Um, don't take a lineman in this upcoming draft (laughs) Um, if you're not going to take a quarterback which I think you should do with the pick that the Patriots are going to have you should take the best overall player on the board Brock Bowers (laughs) (laughs) who got hurt we never talked about that. Yeah, that was- um, I was listening to Cover Three today, and they were saying, "All right, the guy's won two national championships. He's going to be out for a few weeks. He's getting surgery. What if he just decides not to come back?" And I, that would be such a bad look for college football. What? Um, and I, I, he doesn't seem like the type of guy who would do that, but. I mean, I'd, I'd understand it. Like, you Put a booster,
0: step in and give him $2 million.
2: Say, I think that that... booster can step in and give him whatever he wants.
1: Yeah, like his rookie contract is not going to be much more than I'm sure what they could just stuff his pockets with to play in like one game. Luckily, the yeah. NIL thing, no matter how you feel about it, I do think that it eliminates the like, I need to go pro. Like why? You can sit around and make more money than you probably will in your early days in the league. Yeah, just,
2: no, no. NFL money is so much different than NIL
1: money. Well, if you're going, if you're going number one overall, yeah, but, but the NIL deals are all guaranteed. Yeah, and they're just cash, right? For the most part, it's just like I a mean, lump.
0: I don't know the inner workings, but they're they're guaranteed right now, which is different than NFL.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're a guy like Brock Bowers, and what do you make if you're like the fifth pick, first year, probably like six million.
2: No, you're making more than that. You're ma- it depends on your position. doesn't. Way more than that. Interesting. Like,
0: quarterbacks always make more in the first round than other positions.
2: I didn't know that. So that's good to know.
0: They're also just going to get a different contract. Like, they're not going to give, they might give a rookie quarterback a five year deal, you know?
1: I thought they all, I think the standard's a four year deal, and then you can pick up the fifth year option and then extend
0: like the number 1 pick in 2023 is estimated to get 40 about 41 million with a 26 million dollar signing bonus.
1: Over how long? Um for the 4 years. 10 million years,
0: for years it doesn't have a year on it but yeah. yeah cool. But then it drops like after pick 10 you're already down to 21 million.
1: Over 4 years, yeah. So I I am just saying I think that if if you're calling the uh you know, I think the money's relatively comparable. So like pl- being in college.
2: I don't think it's comparable. I still don't think it's comparable.
1: Be in
0: college, playing some IM basketball games, go to the quad, play some frisbee. Have How much do you
2: think Caleb Williams
0: is getting
1: like
2: this year?
0: Uh I don't know, but
1: the top workers are earning in like the the six, seven, eight, nine million a year. Yeah,
0: not crazy.
2: I, uh, that sounds high.
0: Ronnie James is number one, and I think he's up there. And then it's the LSU gymnast. Um, and then it's, Vitty. and then it's Scherter Sanders. I think he's, Vivi, if
2: you're listening to this podcast, I think she is, she might be, I don't know. She might, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we do have like 10% female, you know,
2: <laughs> all right, I'm doing the math and I'm realizing there's a .00001 percent chance that Livy listens aloud and unformed to hear me talk. So hopefully. let me I think we're about I, to get cut off.
0: I think we're gonna we're gonna end it there. Alright. Good- I'm sorry for being so mean, Jeep.
2: <laughs> I, I w- was expecting it to be worse. Uh I I wish you No, I'm not even gonna hate enough to be with that. Like I don't want the Phillies to win, but I do hope that you enjoy watching your team uh, and, and know that I will be hit from Phillies in four! Phillies in four! Phillies in four.